All right, Jax, and welcome to the second season of official part, second season. Official second season. This is crazy. Of Pardon Me, Alex. Um, we are here today to give you all the preseason things, all the preseason info, yeah. the the, the all, takes, the yeah. all of it, everything. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap up a bunch of stuff. Um, before preseason, before season begins, um, talk about Jack Madness, talk about Meet the Jacks, talk about... We had a week full I mean, of there is preseason events wow. to go over with y'all. Wow. A lot, a lot of, of stuff. stuff. So just buckle in, because this could be a long episode, but it's going to be worth it, because we're going to go over a lot of critical stuff. So, yeah. And buckle what's, up. what's to come. So Buckle up. Put on your safety belts. Because we're going to get rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So to start things off, first off. Tuesday night. Where are we? we? I'm in a new house. I'm in a new house. We're sort of a new location. Um, I mean, we're in our bed, my bedroom at the moment because it's the quietest part of the house. There's no yelling, screaming (laughs) of the parental units. Because my parents moved in with me. Life change. Pray What's for that me. change going? Pray for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, pray for me. Uh, this is why I have the suite in the back of the house where there's multiple doors and locks. So I you can got your own entrance. You park in the back and come in the back door and pretty not much, serve anyone. Pretty much. So it's good. Because um, Lord help me. That's all I ask is for everyone to pray for me and my sanity through this time. <laughs> they just need a detailed itinerary of what you're doing every day. But I don't want to give them one. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if they just do a calendar of events on the fridge. That no, I, I just need to, I just need to, I just need to hook them into my Google calendar. Yes, that way they can good. see where the hell I'm at at all times so yes. that I don't get a million messages. So what are you doing today? What are you doing after work? Where, where are you going? Nowhere. going to be there. When will you be home? I don't really know. <laughs> don't really care. <laughs> I'm not used to having to give yeah. people my life. It's a big change. I know, but it's not for long. It's it's temporary, temporary while they uh, they're newly retired and they get their life together, <clears throat> retirement wise. So it'll get be plugged it'll, in a neck, huh? Get plugged in a neck. Get plugged in a neck. They're they're on their way to doing that as well, and you know it helps that they've been up here and come up here all yeah. the time, so they they know the town. So it was an easy transition. But anyway, um, so in a new house, in a new location, chilling like a villain, um. Although we did have a pretty long day yesterday. Well, the whole weekend was long. Um, I guess we could just a give lot. a quick little recap about our, our day yesterday. Um, yeah, well, the whole weekend was long because Friday, what, we well, Friday, yeah, between back and neck social. Doing alumni stuff flags, and doing alumni. basketball stuff. Astros watch. Oh, Kill me. Then Jack Madness oh. at the Coliseum. And then back to the brewery for me to Absolutely. watch the rest of the Astros game oh, by myself, which was fine because I know but people you had there. Company yeah, but I had people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually I had people there, but I had people there that I knew. Which which is won, so which, and they won. See, I started the season, not the season, but the series not watching them, and that didn't work. Yeah. My 2017 strategy was not effective. Yeah, first two games that didn't work out. Yeah, so yeah, had so to make a switch of had a switch to watch yeah. and who to thunk it. Now we're two winning. Freaking now it's tied up. Break it out. 
freaking out. Anywho, and then yesterday, you know, we had a long day too. I mean, you drove yes. in the freaking car and the car, the Dro- drove the United Way, car right in the parade. parade. Yes, and a lot of people were a fan of that, and they yeah. wanted to steal your dog. So this is the <laughs> second year I have driven. We probably mentioned one of my BFFs, Gary Lee Ashcraft, Gary Lee Geely. You know the man at a. United Way. So anyway, this is the second time I've driven him in the United Way car, which if you give what's called your fair share um, out of your paycheck to United Way, talk to Gary Lee or Caroline and they can tell you about all that. I'm not going to yeah, take no. the whole podcast all that. But anyway, if you give your fair share, you're entered to win this um, car given by Rex Perry. I think it's a Hyundai Accent. Yeah. Um, so we drove it in the parade. It has a big sticker on the windshield that says "Wins car. I mean, you can't miss um, it. They park it outside of... Yeah, they park it all over. They park town. it all over town. So, I mean, um, you can't miss it. It says, won this car. I had my adorable little pup, Gabby, uh, who had two really bad days in a row because she got to go to the vet and get all of her shots and <laughs> thermometer in a the, place that she didn't want it in there. Well, nobody uh, <laughs> wants it there. Let's just be honest. Um, Not a, no, no, no adult or animal wants she, a thermometer there. She got a bath, which she hates. <laughs> Friday, she got to go back to the vet to get her teeth cleaned. And, and teeth pulled. Ten teeth pulled. Um, Fun fact. Story, uh, apparently, dogs have 42 teeth. 42 so. teeth. So if you, weren't un- <laughs> if you weren't sure how many teeth dogs have, 42 so she still has some teeth left. She has plenty. Um, anyway, so she got a little treat to ride in the... She should have, like, doggy dentures. Car in the parade. I know. <laughs> she, needs, she needs them now. Um, but anyway, uh, probably four or five people asked if they won the dog, too, and had to... I'm telling you. No. You're going to have to, like... Don't win the dog. Just the car. Like, literally, like, <laughs> knock people away. They're trying to take your dog. Yeah. Can't have her. Anyway, and, and then, then, of we, course, went yeah, to tailgate... tailgate. And then we enjoyed that for a while and then went to the game and last, to, yeah, last minute got to go to the MSU, the mobile again. suite unit again, got to enjoy pretty much the entire game from the mobile suite unit. Um, obviously wasn't much of a good performance on the board, but Hey, we're getting there. Colby Carthel. We're getting there. No, I'm not concerned about it. I'm just sitting back and we're going to bide our time for next season. Yeah. No big deal. Um, along. We'll get there. Yeah. And then lastly, the last thing we had to do yesterday after the, uh, football game as we had a birthday party to go to k-dub carrie our special guest from the hbu podcast yeah carrie it was her actual it was her 40th birthday if you can believe it she's not like 40 um but she decided to have a 70s soul train party so i guess you can kind of figure how that went yeah yeah so it was a lot of fun and almost everyone dressed up in 70s literally clothing, almost everyone so except for like really fun sean sean, <laughs> sean freaking Everybody's in 70s and wigs and like <laughs> 70s outfits, and this guy's just walking in a t-shirt and jeans. Just I'm a high, I'm a high powered, the good lawyer. I'm a high powered attorney in Nacogdoches. I don't need to dress up. That's that's my that's what I envisioned he said himself <laughs> as he left the house. Anyway, so that was our night, and we enjoyed it. So we're still trying to wake up and be moving and grooving, even though it's what. 2.15. 2.15 in the yeah. afternoon. Whatever. Anyway, so I guess we can get started talking about basketball stuff now that we've yes. recapped our lives the past two days. Well, I mean, I'm sure inquiring minds want to know what we're I mean, doing out there. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Follow, so Follow our personal insight. We'll, we'll post some pictures, but... We do. Um, we so do. Tuesday night first, um, yes. and I did not plan on being in town, ended up being in town. So right. Tuesday night, we went to meet the Jacks. We did. We did. Um, Always a fun event, so if you don't ever go, you should. You should. It's yeah. Hosted at First United Methodist Church. Uh-huh. They do little 
fish fry with catfish. And it's a uh, it's a it's a fundraising event yes, for, for, for their the, scholarship. Yeah. Yes, for their for them to go summer school. Summer. Yeah. yeah. So they're fifteen tickets are fifteen dollars. Um, whenever they do this, so next year when they do this, make sure you. Um, and you can buy tickets at the door. You don't have to get it beforehand if you don't want to, no. but you can buy tickets at the door. And that's what I did. And Jacqueline did. And so, and I brought my parents for the first time. It was their first meet the Jacks event. And, uh, I'm usually not a big fish fan, but damn that fried cap. It's it just good. good. It's just good. It was good. Yeah. And I'll eat that. It's pretty not good. A fish fan either, but it was good. It was good. And so, um, but it's just a really good event and it's a good fundraising, um, event for the rotary. Um, cause they're the ones that put it on at the church. And so, Highly recommend that you go next year if you have not gone yet. Um, it's a great little, great little event where you get to meet yeah. both Lady Jack and Lumberjack basketball teams. And uh, so, uh, what was the total this year? About really good turnout because they said over four hundred. Probably their biggest one. Yeah, they've had. Yeah, so because we a lot went of were there. We went last season, right? Or the season before? Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was pretty packed. But I feel yeah. like, I feel like last uh, on Tuesday it was probably the biggest yeah. event they've had. Um, but yeah, so, uh, first, obviously the lady Jacks went up first and, uh, coach Kellogg introduced to the girls and well, they introduced themselves and then they gave us, uh, they gave us their favorite movies each, I think. Right. Yes. That's what they and did. I can't remember many of them because a lot of them I hadn't heard of. I know someone's a Hoosiers. I think, I think Marissa. No. Well, yes. Marissa was Hoosiers. Yeah. Um, other than Kennedy, that, I think was a basketball movie too. Yeah. I, I just remember don't remember what. what it was. Yeah. Some of them. <sighs> I think someone said Lion King, too. Someone said Lion King. Yeah. Someone said The Notebook. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Kind of standard. Basic, yeah, it's you know, fine. I, you know. Whatever. I personally don't like Not to my cry. Style. Yeah. yeah. I saw it once. But. Don't need to see it again. <clears throat> I don't want to cry every night. So, yeah. but anyway, um, to the guys, that's what you're here to listen about is the guys. Uh, the guys then came up afterwards and Coach uh, Keller talked a little bit about the team. And then, of course, the guys introduced themselves and talked about the position they play and their names and their age and maybe where they're from. And then of course, and their major. Yes. He, he asked for a hobby other than basketball or video games. That's somehow a, it that's ended up kind like, of being an interesting fun fact about me. Yeah. So, but anyway, regardless, um, we'll some go, of them are somewhat hobbies. Yeah. So anyway, we wrote them down. And so we're going to kind of go through and tell everybody what, and we have a live video. There's a killer fly in here trying to attack us. <laughs> there um, is a killer. I don't know how it got into this room, like three doors back, but it's in here. It's attacking us. But we also have a live video of this on our yes. Facebook. So you can actually watch them, um, you know, and do this themselves person. and yeah. answer all these questions. But uh, Kevon told us that he plays the sax. I don't know how long he's played the sax. Played the sax I don't know. How often he plays it? I don't or know. Let's just say the, there's a bunch of guys on here that all have skills that could easily be halftime events. Yes. That Ryan said. Yeah. I think Ryan made that halftime shows. Schedule yeah. all the halftime shows with the boys playing stuff. Um. So yeah, Kevon plays sax. I feel like I've heard that. that. I think it's been a ask the Jacks question. I or think something it was. It was during a basketball I feel game. Like I and asked the Jacks thing out. And then Demir, um, who is a joker, yeah, uh, it introduced himself. So that his his major is Kinesis, and he's he's kind of not doing so well right now. But bless his heart, he's gonna get it together. So, and then he said he was like, he, what his position was. He's like, that's what they have me listed. That's what they have me listed. As. Yeah, yeah. Point, point guard or something. I don't know. Um, that's what they have me listed. A little chuckle. I don't know. He's he's a, he's a goofball. Um, but his his hobby, other than basketball and video games, is uh, get this guys brushing his hair. So at least we got one 
One vain person on the team. At least he grooms. That is true. He's good grooming habits. <laughs> he has grooming habits. So there's that. Um, and then we have our sweet little David. And there's two of him. There's two of him. An identical twin. That's his That's his fun fact. And <laughs> apparently that's his hobby, is his fact that he has a identical twin. So we need to know. We need to know what your hobbies if, are. Yeah, but we also, I need to know, personally, did, did your parents dress you alike when you were children? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Like, did they wear I mean, because if they're identical. Yeah. We need, we need, we need, we need this. more facts. Does he also play basketball? Does he I'm also have maybe. a killer three point shot? Yeah. Cause I know David played for his dad. Right. I don't think the brother played on the team. Yeah. I, don't know. I would have to look at I don't at know. Roster, and, and his dad follows us on Twitter. He does. So there's that. Hello. Shout out um, to David's dad. <laughs> No, I can't remember his name. I don't know, but we'll tag Mr. you Cacleries. in this. Mr. Cacleries. Thanks we'll, for following. We'll, we'll, we'll tag you in the podcast. <laughs> you'll, you'll be added to our, our share list. list. Um, next we have... We got two guys who collect shoes. Nate and Cam. Nate and Cameron. Nate, well, Nate specifically said designer boots. Oh, gee. Okay, Nate, anyway. we're going to need to see this collection of shoes. If it as... Is it, there should be a preseason outfit of the day I mean a pre-game outfit of the day post every you should start dressing up how like the pros do where you guys like take crazy pictures as you're walking into the stadium with your crazy like James Harden Russell Westbrook like drip did I use that term correctly I think so okay because I (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anymore I don't know anymore uh next we have uh Charlie Daniels and Roddy both like to fish. I mean, well, you're in the right spot. East you Texas are. is just like teeming with plenty of fishing opportunities. Even on campus, you can go fish at the ag pond. Would I recommend it? No. Um, it's not the You don't think you're gonna catch much. You're gonna catch much. Um, but there's we have a lake, we have multiple lakes, we have multiple rivers and streams. So right pickings. Um, next we have John. Good old Johnny boy. Uh, I love John. Uh, John just likes to ride his bike. I, I want to know more about the bike. Like, is it a mountain bike? Yeah. Is since, it a... Since I like to ride my bike, too. Is yeah. it a mountain bike? Is it a road bike? Like, more details? Or is it, if, like, a BMX bike? Yeah. Yeah. So if it's a road bike, then you can bike with me in the, the NAC Bike Club. I need to know. With Gary Lee. With Gary Lee. <laughs> can have a 71-year-old... Actually... Birthday shout out to Gary Lee. Today's his birthday, birthday today. Today's his birthday. He was 71. hanging. He was hanging out with us yesterday at the Mobile Suite down on the field, man. And he was a hoot as per yeah. usual. That man is a. I don't even know how to describe it. He's he's, he's, he's indescribable. That's about it. So anyway, yeah. Okay, we're we're gonna gonna bike. Bike. Now, bike with us. Next um, up, we got our boy Landon, freshman Landon. Is he a freshman? Or he's a freshman. When he. He opened his mouth. I'm not going to lie. He opened his mouth and he started talking. And I was like, okay, he has a deep voice. And then he said, I'm a freshman. And I was like, the what? <laughs> um, um, excuse me, what? I'm going to need some identification because there's no way he's a freshman. But apparently he's a freshman. Oh, he is. Oh, okay. Holy crap. Like, he sounds and looks like a freaking senior. But, hey. Good on Six, him. nine. Yeah. Boy's almost seven foot tall. Well, uh, we need to know what kind of cars. It, it, I thought it. Uh, did I he, don't think he said specifically. Like, he just like said I'm a car antique enthusiast. cars or like, but like what modern cars or yeah. Well, antique or modern, and like what 
brand? What make and model of car yeah. do you like? Like, are you are you like a Mustang guy, or are you like a like a Corvette, Corvette guy? guy, yeah, or a Maserati guy, Lamborghini guy, we, we or Volkswagen Beetle guy? If, I mean, if you're I mean, a Corvette guy, I'm sure Richard Ak would be happy to, to give you a ride in their Corvette, take you for a spin in the in, Corvette, in the blue, the blue, uh, yeah. the Blue Devil. <gasps> That's a good name for it. It's been named. Sorry, Kay, Richard. We just named your car. The Blue Devil. <laughs> All right, next up. Who, who's next? Uh, uh, our golfer. Yeah, Gabe. Gabe. Golf. Gabe likes to golf. Now, another question. Gabe, who's your favorite golfer? Yeah. I mean, are you a Tiger Woods guy? Are you a Phil Mickelson guy? Mm-hmm. Are you a uh, um, Jordan Spieth guy? Or are you just a, I like to go to Top Golf guy? Yeah. Or and do you I like putt-putt? Oh, I like Because I like putt-putt. I love me some putt-putt. That was my first real job. Oh, I didn't know that. Putt-putt course it. Yep. You worked at the putt-putt uh-huh. course. <laughs> putt-putt and snow cone oh, stand. Jesus yes, Christ. yes, yes. I didn't know that. Charles Poole goes to yeah. First Baptist, and so he always had First Baptist kids work the <laughs> putt-putt and the snow cone. I could see you working yep. at the putt-putt place. It's my first job. With Robert Williams. That's how I know Sunshine. Sunshine. Our Shout first, out to Sunshine. Our first jobs oh my together. God. I didn't know at that. The putt-putt course that's when crazy. I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, that's so yes. fun. How cute. Yes, we yeah. had lots of fun days. I do like there. putt-putt, but I also do like going to top golf. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to sit around like a golf, like, you know, master. But no. I, I do hit the ball yeah. fairly well. Anyway. Have you ever hit a hole-in-one? Uh, yes. We would like uh, we would like to know if Gabe's hit a hole-in-one. Oh, I would like to know if Gabe, yeah, yeah but I have. Uh, it, it was totally, I don't I think like you, putt-putt. I don't think you plan to hit a hole-in-one any, no. at any time. It's just like yeah. sheer dumb luck yeah and that's what happened with me i was on a nine hole golf course in the woodlands texas with me my brother and my dad and i just wow. teed off from the woman's tee hit it and damn it i lost the ball and i was like where'd it go Walked <laughs> up there and it was in the, in the hole it was in the hole in the hole it was already there that's pretty amazing i know my dad said either two or three i can't remember really yeah okay richard it's pretty good okay richard it's pretty decent well, all right yeah. okay all right, next we got Gavin. Gavin sings. What do you sing? I would love to hear Gavin sing. Do you sing country? Oh, do my you God. Sing? I, Please I, no, but if you do, that's fine. I'll be, still be your friend. If he sings um, country, that would be the biggest like plot twist of my life. Rock? Do you sing? Do you rap? Yeah, because like singing and rappy. So I don't think he rappy raps, rap and singing are not necessarily. Do you sing like seal kind of stuff? We need to know. <laughs> Kiss Seal. from a rose. I don't know. Kiss from a rose on the grave. <laughs> oh, the more I get of you, strange. We need to know what are what are you? <laughs> We're dying over here. Um, um, Tyler juggles. I would love to see that. I mean, like, how yeah. many? What is the most you've juggled? Like, at yeah, one time, is objects. it like three? Is it four, six, twenty? Like. Yeah. And what type of objects do yeah. you do? Like balls, like tennis balls, or or bowling pins? pins? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this is we see. This is the thing. We need more specifics. Yeah, we need more details. Okay. Well, you can see why there was not time for all of this at Meet the Jacks, but we do want to know. Um, oh, likes to roller skate, which is and, funny. Which is really funny because just so happens our little our friend group. Um, <laughs> Our, our one, of our, one of our oldest homies, yeah. our Phil, little Phil Phil, loves to roller skate. He loves, loves to roller, roller skate, skate so much so that he has his own pair of roller skates. And he is a regular at Skaterama. I think like once a week, maybe. At least, at minimum. We'll skip out on homie gatherings because he hasn't skated in days. Yes. He won't go to dinner sometimes yeah. whenever we do homie dinners because he's like, no, guys, I need to go skate. 
Or like, you can skate anytime, Phil. You live in Nacogdoches. Anyway. Um, His nickname is White, White Lightning. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Some little kid at the Skaterama gave him that nickname. because. <laughs> and the best part is, is Phil wears nothing but Hawaiian shirts. Every day Hawaiian. Every day Hawaiian. Every Whether day. he's in Hawaii or not, which he is in Hawaii like two months out of the year. But I mean. Even when he's not, he's. He's repping that Hawaiian style. And last night, last night at the party, he was dressed up like Magnum P.I. Yes, Magnum P.I. And guess what Magnum P.I. had on? A Hawaiian Hawaiian shirt. shirt. I cannot. All right, next we got Calvin. 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 Criminal justice major. He wants to be in the the FBI. FBI. I know. Pretty cool. I want to be in the FBI. And he likes to dance. I think, Jacqueline, I think you would be a killer FBI agent. Oh, I think I would be. So great. You would yeah. you would move up top tier like it's, it's real quick. Still kind of on my potential to do list. I, I mean eventually. your detective skills are yes. bar none. I mean, listen, I, if there's something I want to know about someone, I will find it. <laughs> quickly. Quickly. I, it is scary how quick it can you be, be. It can be found out. Jeez. Uh and last yeah, what, what kind of dance? I would like to know what kind well, of dance. Well, I, I can guarantee do. it's some sort of yeah. like you know, slow dance, waltz. You think? Yeah. I was he looks like a like, waltzer. Maybe. I was almost thinking more like a, like, line dance type thing. Not like country music line dance, yeah. but like, you know, wobble-esque type something. Ooh. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Uh, Again, plot twist if yeah. he really likes to waltz. <laughs> and, of course, last but certainly not least, we have our... Very funny, very, very, very funny man, Samaja. He wants to be a comedian and or a rock star. Yeah, I think he said he already is a rock star. Oh, you're right. He did say that. And that he <laughs> is a comedian and that he will leave you in stitches every day, which I believe. Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll give my example. He is very funny and he, he thinks he's real cute. I, I'm not completely amused, but <laughs> he does. I'll let it slide. Um, after the... Jack Madness, they again had tables where you could get in line and have all the guys sign a po- you know one of their posters, which um, we did, twice. which we did. And if y'all remember from a picture I posted, I met David and Samaja at the first home football game. Yes, made them take a picture with me. Uh, they recognized that I was the one who does the podcast with Alex, um, so I felt like we already had two fans. Um, but anyhow, so obviously they recognized me. I asked him if he had fun at the Jack Madness, mm-hmm. and he said, "Yes, ma'am." Which I'll give him good manners. Good manners. Right. Raised right. Your mama did raise right. Right. Um, but I said, "Please don't ever say that again because it makes me feel old." And he said, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> and then, with a little glint in his eye, he was being mischievous. He knew what he was. He was. Oh, he knew. He knew. And he says, I said something else. And he said, may I have a third time. Three times. Nice, 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 buddy. Three no more times. Um, so, so also, at the Meet the Jacks, Keller introduced our new assistant coach, Mitch Vanya. Yeah, Mitch. Um, said to have I know. But obviously he's on the bigger, you know, I would say better thing. Bigger, big opportunities. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not gonna say L attack is better than us, but, but yeah, no, yeah. 
And you know, um, it's good for him to get out for his career. Have a job somewhere that's not in his alma mater. Correct. He is partial to and maybe learn some new things. Correct. Which is totally um, understandable. Yeah. Although we will miss him and Chan and Baby. <laughs> Anyway, but anyway, so we're happy that they're going to be happy um, over there at La Tech. And, of course, whenever we in the future play La Tech, um, either here or there, we're going to try and go. Oh, and get together. And get together. Yeah. Have a little game night again. But we do want to welcome Mitch and his uh, lovely family, his wife and two daughters, to Nacogdoches. And we're so glad to have them and have the really great experience that he has. I mean, he has experience not only because um, he spent time at – and m you know, worked well with Keller, but he also has spent um, five seasons in a bunch of different roles with the Houston Rockets. So um, from August 2017 until the uh, May of 2019, so a couple years there, uh, he served as the assistant coach for advanced operations. And uh, he also served with uh, coach head coach Mike D'Antoni's uh, staff in that role. Um, he was doing opponent scouting a, a defensive strategy, game prep, player development. Um, he also did a bunch of stuff with their summer league squad as well. So I mean, he has a really, he has a really good set of uh, skills and, yeah, and experience, experience both for college and pro. So I feel like the guys are going to really kind of like cling to him and you know, yeah. kind of like hang on every word he says because he has worked in you know the pros where obviously most of those guys if not all of them you know that is a dream of theirs is to yeah. go and be pro one day um at some some yeah. so, some capacity some capacity so you know anyway just wanted to welcome mitch to nacogdoches and hope that him and his wife and his two daughters are you know excited to be here because we're excited to have them so yeah. um welcome 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 and hopefully uh you have plenty of purple in your if uh, not you're gonna get them yeah because, again, yeah. speaking of, sidebar, totally off topic. <laughs> Soft. Guess who was wearing a purple tie to media day? For Big 12 media day? Who? TJ Holyfield. Oh, my. He wore a purple tie. Is that like a subliminal message? That he still loves us? That he still wants to be at SFA? Probably not. Yeah. Well, it's all, I mean, it's, it's, all it's his alma mater. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Anyway, he had a purple tie. He had a purple tie on. Interesting. So I commented on it, and I was uh, like, "I see you with the purple tie. We love you. Oh, thanks a lot, Tej. So shout out to Tej. We love you. We'll start a tour for you, Tj. We still love you, buddy. Just if you play us in yeah. the Final Four uh, we'll tournament, we're yeah. gonna heckle you. Just so you know. Just so you know. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back, and we're gonna talk about uh, Jack Madness, and of course, the upcoming season. Yeah, all right. special games and road trips. Special. Maybe things that deal with blue things. And maybe a plane trip. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Stick with us. We'll be right back. All right, Jack fans. And uh, we're back. That was quick, wasn't it? Here we are. <laughs> Didn't even know we were gone. It was like a blink, just like that. Okay, so we just talked about, obviously, Meet the Jacks, and so now I want to talk about the next event that happened on Friday, which is the first day in uh, SFA Homecoming weekend yeah. on Friday night, October 25th, um, was Jack Madness. Um, and Jack Madness is something that they've you know been doing for a while now, and um, a long time ago in the past, it used to be like a actually like a midnight madness thing, yes. um, where it yes. was literally at midnight, which was really cool and fun. Um, 
don't know if they'll ever bring that back again. But as of now, it's part of like the homecoming um, kind of package of weekend. Yeah. yeah. And glad so, it's not at midnight anymore though. Cause that's way past my bedtime. Oh, geez. Grandma. Yeah. Uh, well, especially, especially for a Friday night. Lord. I, I go to bed. Alex knows this. You, every time, every weekend early. I come in, I go to bed really early on Friday she night. She runs early on Saturday possible, morning. So get up on Saturday yeah, and run. I, and I got up super early this Saturday So you mean that like, you wouldn't just give one night to the lumberjacks at midnight. <laughs> I guess I'd have to rearrange my long run for the weekend. There you go. Yeah. Could always long but run yes. it on Sunday. Otherwise, there's no way. I would have gotten like 3 hours of sleep. Well, of course. Yeah, no. I would have not wanted you to done do go and run on 3 hours of sleep. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, 7 o'clock. Anyway, anyway so. so it started at 7, so that meant that I missed the first half of the baseball game, but it's just fine because <sighs> priorities at the moment, at the moment. Um, so, and we uh, kept up. We did keep up. We kept up. We watched it on our phones. Um, anyway, so if you want to watch a little bit of some of the recaps of the night, um, I did record it live on both. Um, I think I did it on both Instagram and, and Facebook. Facebook. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a few um, live videos on that. So if you wanted to go on the Part Me Alex uh, Instagram and Facebook, you can go check those out on there. Um, but and we had a decent turnout. Yeah. How crappy the weather. It was, was crappy out. weather. I mean, it was raining pretty much yeah. all day. Um, and of course, yes, it is homecoming. So there's a lot of events a lot going on, things like happening. simultaneously stuff going on. So like the bonfire pep rally, um, well, the bonfire and all that stuff really didn't start till like nine, but yeah. there's still other stuff going on. Um, but anyway, still, still a decent event. Um, and it was still, you know, still good turnout. So, um, just a basic kind of recap. Obviously the girls, um, came out and did their, you know, introductions first and then, um, and then they, uh, the boys came out and did their introductions. And then after that, the Palm squad performed the Palm spot. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, TJ had his uh, squad perform, which was really good. Um, as always, yeah, there's never any doubt there ever. Um, and then of course the guys did their thing. They did a three point contest. Yeah, where they teamed up with the gals. Uh-huh. So was, uh, I think four different teams of a guy and a girl. Right. Um, shooting at on opposite ends of the court, three-pointers at the same time for a grand total. Right. And if we team. can recall correctly, it was Kevon, David, Roddy, and and John. And for the girls, I know it was Marissa. I and know Stephanie did it, too, I think. And Riley, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last. Maybe Kennedy. I think Kennedy yes. did it. Kennedy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, um, and we can't recall who won that or if there was what team of boy girl won. I don't remember. Yeah, I, don't I don't remember. remember. Um, but anyway, but the book, sure. there was a lot going on. There was time. a lot going on. Yeah. There was a lot going on. And uh, from what it looked like, uh, the boys were shooting some, I just wish they could hit those threes during a game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, if they could perfect, but I mean, they were, I mean, it was like the splash brothers out there. Um, and then there was a dunk contest. Of course, uh, the guys, uh, did a dunk contest, but we had uh, Samaja and Cameron do the dunk contest. And both pretty good dunks. They both were pretty good. We, we got, got some really good videos. I got some Samaja great videos, that. some great gifts, and great um, still shots of them dunking. And of course, like we'll be posting those on uh, Instagram as well, on Twitter. Great gif of Nate dancing. Oh, multiple gifts. Great. Multiple. One on Twitter. Multiple gifts of Nate dancing. Uh, the Bahamas Mamba. Mambo is what I lovingly captioned it. Um, many, many gifts of him dancing to which he said, send them to me. And I said, 
Don't worry, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, uh, both teams did like a little eight minute scrimmage, mm-hmm. you know, purple versus white kind of thing. And so we got to see just a little bit of a preview of uh, of them scrimmaging. And um, I think the guys tied, didn't they? I, I think, think they, it was they tied did tie. They did tie, 21. which was like yeah. funny. Yeah. And I guess fitting. So we're, yeah, we're yeah. evenly matched. Evenly guy. matched, which is great. I think they're just so tired of scrimmaging each other. Oh, I'm that sure. Now that they're doing these quote unquote secret scrimmages versus other schools, I think they're just so happy to not have to play each other anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'm you sure. know? And side note, we did ha- we have won both of our secret yeah. scrimmages. One versus uh Troy, I believe. And the other versus Rice. Rice, yeah. So we have one both of those. Good job, hey, guys. Good, good. We'll get there in a little bit. Anyway, a couple of things um, during Jack Madness. We won't, you know, <clears throat> go too long on it. But uh, they did scrimmage. There was a couple half court shots. Actually, one of them almost went in, which was which would have been great. Um, there was like giveaways, TV giveaways, yeah. some money giveaways, um, t-shirt giveaway. Like when you first walked in, you could grab a t-shirt. Um, which I grabbed a t-shirt. I don't know where the hell it went. So I guess I lost it from somewhere. I don't know where, I guess I left it there. Oh, hmm. Mm. yeah, maybe it's all right. I have a thousand shirts anyway. I grabbed one. I I think we may both have already had that t-shirt already. already had that one. So I had all the guys sign one on the back. So that's true. Take an extra time to do that. Yeah. That's fun. It is a little keepsake. Different thing I have now. Absolutely. Um, and then of course, if you were a season ticket member, you could go and pick up your season tickets, which was nice. Same on stamps. Um, so I went and picked up my season tickets and my parking pass and ready to go. Yeah. Very excited. Very excited. You, Much didn't, wow. lo- you didn't lose that. So I did not good. lose that. No, I mean, it's a big, big <laughs> old white t-shirt. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. The big old white package of my season tickets and my parking pass was safely secured. Um, so very happy, very excited. Um, obviously it doesn't, season doesn't start next week. It's the week after, but. God can't wait. I'm so excited. We are so excited. And um, we start off with several home games in a row. So we do. So we're going to get exciting. started talking about it. You know, Jack Madness out of the way. Um, now we're going to get started talking about the schedule and going over games and maybe predictions. And uh, I, later in the show, we're definitely going to have like a sleeper pick for the season. Um, because, uh, boy, some of the guys on the squad are... <sighs> They are athletes. Yeah. They are athletes. Very talented. Just cannot wait to see the talent and the athleticism be put onto the court and actually in a game, you know, challenged. Yes. Right. You know, so. All right. So let's let's go. First game. So our first four are at home. Which is amazing. It's a great start. So you're going to be racking up a lot of miles on uh, good old. Yes, I am on the new, on the new car. We that still haven't named it yet. We never we'll named name that damn car. We talked we about did. this last year. No, gonna we're going to have out. to name it next. Yeah. The next road trip we go on, we'll, we'll, we'll hash it out. out. Okay. So here's a little glimpse of our uh, pre-conference games. Mm-hmm. First one, November 6th versus Letourneau. Can't wait. Um, Letourneau is a private interdenominational Christian university in Longview. That's a very long name. Um, right down the road. Uh, that is November 6th at home. Then we have, like I said, the first four at home. North Carolina Central, uh, which is in the Mid-Eastern Conference. It's a four-year public school that's actually in Durham. Like another school that we're going to play. Shocking. Um, that will be at home. Then we'll have Niagara at home, which is a private Catholic school in Lewiston. 
which is in Niagara County, New York. Um, Lewiston. Yeah, okay. That's the name of the town. Um, fourth one we have at home is the Drexel Dragons. Uh, Drexel, Drexel is a private university in Philadelphia. Drexel Dragons. Um, then we have Rutgers, which will play them. And I sure don't know exactly how to pronounce Piscataway, New Jersey. I don't know. Um, if I'm saying it correctly. <clears throat> but Drexel is in the Big Ten. I mean, Rutgers is in the Big Ten. They also play Drexel and Niagara. Um, oh, my God. Just got earlier, super so. distracted because a friggin' lizard was on the outside of the window. Outside the window, but it was like. Can, <laughs> you can't. You can see his little shadow. Oh, my God. Total, total distraction. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. Duke at Duke, which is in Durham. We sure do. Duke, of course, is in the ACC. Uh-huh. Atlantic Coast Conference. Um, I will say, by the way, back to the Rutgers real quick. Whenever the parents looked at the schedule the other day and they said, oh, crap, we're playing Rutgers. That's Big Ten. They're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, they were really impressed big. with that. They were really impressed with that. I think they would have been big. really torn if it was. You know, one of the other, yeah, Ohio mm-hmm. State. Mm-hmm. I would have been torn too, <laughs> just like with Jacqueline with Duke. She's uber torn, yeah. but yeah, definitely did. stay on top. But mm-hmm. it's, it's exactly it's rough. I'll All be right. excited to see. We'll we'll talk about Duke yeah. obviously later. Um, next we have Arkansas State, and they are from uh, Jonesboro, and of course in the Sun Belt Conference. Uh, after that, we have Arlington Baptist, which we play them. I feel like we play I them like we every, them every year, year at least. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's a home game. Um, and then, of course, we have our second half of our home and home Alabama game, SEC. Now we're playing in Tuscaloosa. And me and Jacqueline are doing our best to attend that game as well. I mean, it's it's on a weekend or it's on a Friday. It's a Friday night, it's a Friday yeah. night game. So I feel like doable little it's trip. a doable road trip for sure. Um, I feel like if anything, you know, it's it's not too how far. Long a drive that is. Yeah, it's it's know. not too bad. I know that I've driven that far before for an athletic event. You know, so I feel like if I've driven that far for a football it's a seven hour drive, yeah, it's terrible. No, it's not. It's really not. Definitely, we'd want to stay the night. Oh, for sure, we could leave that morning and and then come back. Take the day. Uh huh. Drive, go to the game, stay the night, come back Saturday. Exactly. So totally doable. Gonna try to do it. I think it's, it's easy. Pretty much done. Oh yeah, we'll do it. Okay. I mean, it's done. I mean, um, it is decided. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got another Sun Belt Conference school, University of Louisiana Monroe. Oh, played them at Monroe last year. Oh, horrible game. That was so this, great this, road. Great road trip with this, me and Jacqueline. Yeah, we had a great time. But the game that we we bought oh, court seats and we literally was, were like almost sitting on the bench. We were in their laps basically. Um, so, and it, that made it even worse. Um, it was rough game. Played so terrible. But oh, my God. Rough game. This time we get to play them at home. So. Hey, but on the plus side, we could drink a beer on the court, so that would good. We could, and that was nice. So, hopefully this time we'll turn it Because, damn it, we needed it, because that yeah. was rough. Anyway. Um, then we have uh, Paul Quinn, which I which And we I've actually played that. this one, like, two games into conference, so I'm kind of confused. Yeah. But that, but anyway, um, we played them at home. Had to look up Paul Quinn. Yeah, I've um, never heard I've of never Paul heard Quinn. Of them. Never heard of them. Um, they are a private, historically black Methodist college in Dallas. Is affiliated with the 
African Methodist Episcopal Church. Oh. It's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. That's um, almost as mouthful as uh, Laterno. So they're just right down the road in Dallas. Well, I'll be darned. Seriously, I've never heard of Paul Quinn. Any of our Dallas fans that are listening, give us the deets on Paul Quinn, because literally never heard of Paul yeah. Quinn. Have you heard of Paul Quinn? That should be the first question. Even if you live in Dallas. Hello. What do you know? All right. So what do you think? What about our non-conference slate here? What do we think, Jacqueline? I mean. Um, I'm going to be excited to see how the Bama game goes. Of uh, course. Since I, we played them so well last like time. We played them so closely at home. I do we think did. it's going to be tougher playing them yes, on the road. Absolutely. Course. At Tuscaloosa, uh, obviously. But that'll be a fun road trip to make. So we'll definitely put that on the books. Um, but did you know that. Basketball in Tuscaloosa is not as popular as oh, no, gymnastics no, no. in Tuscaloosa. Oh, I thought you were going to say football, and I'm like, no, of course not. Well, but. yeah, it goes literally, hmm. from what I've heard from a source, it goes football, gymnastics, huh. and basketball somewhere after. I'm telling you. Interesting. So there may be a crowd there, yes, but apparently people get crazy for gymnastics at if they'll have a gymnastics Alabama. meet that we can that we can catch too, that would be interesting. That would be cool because Look apparently people go bonkers for it. Like they tailgate for it, they get crazy drunk for mm-hmm. it, and they go in to the gymnastics meet and go bonkers. We'll have to look. Who that. would have thought in Alabama of all places? I know. This Very is what I've heard. I've heard who told me this. It was, it was it a verified source. It was a person. It was a person. It was an expert testimony, as my students would. I would okay. make my students say. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I think anyway. that will be interesting. I'll be glad to have ULM at home because we have some making up to do. We have a little bit of a revenge on that one. On that 100%. one. Um, um, I, I think Rutgers is a big game I think that's get. a great game. Yeah. Great get. Um, I think I just, you know, when we play any school that's in like power five conference, I feel like that's just such great visibility, regardless of how well we do. If we win, even better. Yeah, obviously. Um, and even if we lose, it's still good. Still good optics. I mean, just like yeah. even just like uh, the saying, it's like even bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah. You know, it's still getting our name out there. So um, which is which is great. So but I hope that I hope that Rutgers game is good. And it's I'm glad that they're going up there and they're playing uh, Drexel and, you know, Niagara. And it's all kind of up there in the. Well, we play Drexel and Niagara at home. That's but, right. That's but right. Rutgers also plays them. Right. Oh, that's so, true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So I think that was part of a like group deal thing. That's right. I remember that being a thing. Yeah. Um. So that'll be cool. And it's it's interesting that we're playing North Carolina Central mm-hmm. since they're a public school in Durham. So mm-hmm. one would wonder if they perhaps scrimmage Duke at some point since they're both in the same city. That's a good point. So that's who knows? Maybe that might be very, very strategic. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, strategy. Lock I'm thinking box. about it. Lockbox. Strategy. All right. Well, that's our pre-conference or not our pre-conference. I'm sorry. Well, kind yeah, of, yeah. I mean, call pre-conference, call yeah. pre-conference, non-conference schedule. Um, again, very interesting slate. Of course, we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, the blue people um, in later a special segment, in a special yeah. little segment towards the end. Because there's a lot to digest with that one. Yes. So we will handle that later. Um, next we have our 
conference schedule, but we're going to talk really just about the home games. Yeah, um, well, I mean, we can just kind of quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have ten and ten. We have ten home, ten away. Uh, right, exactly. So at home, we have HBU, AM Corpus Christi, mm-hmm. Incarnate Word, Ellen Christian, Nichols, UNO, mm-hmm. uh, University of Central Arkansas, mm-hmm. Northwestern, Lamar, and Sam. Mm-hmm. On the road, we got McNeese, so we only play once. Southeastern Louisiana, we only play mm-hmm. once. Uh, UNO, UCA, Northwestern, Lamar, Sam, and Corpus Christi, UIW, and ACU. So um, McNeese and SCLA are the ones that we only play once on the road. We don't play HBU twice. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And HBU. Which always just makes me sad because. Yeah, because we only play them either at home or yeah. Or yeah. And really. I love when. I, <laughs> I love when we play them at, at HBU because and that the, place is a, yeah. is. If you'll refer back to our HBU, HBU podcast, podcast it, and uh, nothing, no, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm stuttering. Nothing on them derogatory at all. No, but, um, no, this know, is they, not their they fault. Have recently joined our conference. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know what the timetable is on them having to upgrade or update facilities to a certain because I know standard. they have to eventually. Um, but there's a, no way they can keep yeah. that for much longer. Um, but it's it's a very small gym. I'm not even gonna say it's a coliseum. It's definitely just a gym. It's a gym. It's a gym. Um, it's, it's very it's, small. Like maybe a tiny bit larger than the high school gym I played in. Um, yeah. Douglas was small. One A. Yeah. Um, when one A used to be broken up into two, now that there's the six A scale, we're still one A. Um, yeah, so it's it, small. Oh, it's just you know, and I lovingly call it the size of a pack of gum or yeah, shoebox, a shoebox. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, you know, it has its pros and cons. Obviously, kind of like Shelton Gym makes yes for volleyball. It makes for quite an environment. It, the environment is just electric because of the fact that it's just so like jam packed, and that's a strong point for them. I think that, that really helps. It does them. with the noise level, but at the same time, though, it's kind of cramped. Um, but pretty close. Um, I'm sure the man in front of me who got kneed in the back twenty thousand times would say that it was pretty cramped. It is pretty cramped. <laughs> um, and, but another pro for just being a um, spectator is that you're literally like you are in the action. You are in the action, like honey baby. You are <laughs> honey boo boo child. Like here's the team, literally in front of They're you, like three feet sitting on the bleachers, and you're like on the third row. Literally, there's no divider. There's nothing. Yeah. There's like, no separation. You could literally touch, reach forward, and touch <laughs> them on the, back. on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. It's that close. Anyway, but um, maybe next year. Maybe next year. It's okay. It's okay. So, uh, what do we think? How does our how does our home schedule look? I mean, what what are we thinking here for this? Mm. I mean, just obviously the one big difference, key difference, is that our conference starts in December. Um, usually, conference play kind of in the past has started. Um, after New Year's, yeah, usually, usually typically, um, but this year our conference play begins actually on December eighteenth with HBU at home, um, which is great because hopefully there will be some students kind of still lingering around. Yeah, possibly. hopefully, hopefully. Um, the possibly. only negative of that is the fact that it is starting to be Christmas break, so a lot of people will be. 
gone, especially for the December 21st game. Um, you know, and plus that's in Lake Charles. Yeah. Um, the day before my birthday. So, uh, I need a win. We'll probably go to that. For my birthday. So Saturday in December. Oh, no, no. Sorry. I was talking about the first game. Oh, the, oh yeah. HBU. Sorry. For my birthday. Well, that too. Hopefully they'll get a win for that. I'm sitting over here talking about our fuck our December trips. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think definitely with make McNeese. Work. Yeah, and even ooh that mm, that's a rough drive. I've done it though. The SCLA. Yeah, the SCLA game in Hammond. Mm-hmm. I've driven it. Yeah, we'll see. Well, that's a maybe because it's an early game. Uh, I mean, like the, but we wouldn't get back late. No, we, we wouldn't get, get back up late. early that morning, or just go the day before. Yeah, I don't know that I want to stay overnight in Hammond. No offense, Hammond. Touche, you're right. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll plan all this later. We don't want to plan this on your time. But anyway, so yes, upcoming season, home games, away games, the 10 and 10. It looks good. The slate looks good. You know, it's hard to sit here and talk about how yeah, these games are going to go, especially with the fact that we have four returnees and the rest are all yeah. new news. Yeah. You know, and I, we failed to mention – in the meet the Jacks portion where we talked about each of the guys, but um, we can kind of go through now the roster just a smidge and, and, and talk about, yeah, just uh, let's divide up which, which ones are true freshmen and which ones are yeah. transferred. Yes. Be, It'd be the easiest part yeah. here. So um, of course we have, there's some that we've talked about before cause they've been here, um, but there's some like new guys that have just appeared just recently been added. Yeah, yeah. Just recently been added, which we have to kind of touch on them just a little bit. So too. let's just go through the freshmen first. Yeah. So freshman, we got, um, you go Samaja from Dallas. We've talked about him before. Um, we also have, um, uh, Calvin Solomon from Houston, from Klein Forest High School, down there in my area. Uh, 6'7", tall guy. Like it, like it. Um, we also have uh, Kyrie McDaniel from Houston, Klein Forest, is, Forest, yeah. Klein Forest as well, so they came together. Um, and then we have Landon. Um, again, a 6'9", freshman from Arlington. Does not look like a freshman and does not speak like a freshman. No. He's a mystery to me. Yeah. I don't know, but I love it. Um, and then we also have Gabe. He's from Katy, from Tompkins High School. And then that's, that's it, yeah, that's it for, the for the freshmen. Um, and then, of course, going through the sophomores. We well, ha- so- well, well, no, we have, uh, I think, well, anyway, we have transfers. We can just go through all the transfers until they're classification. Because I think they're mostly juniors. Yeah, probably. Well, we have O, who's a sophomore. Well, but he's not a transfer. No, 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 no. Transfers. Okay, well, transfers. We have uh, Roddy. Um, Roddy came from um, East Central Community College. Um, he's from Morton, Mississippi. He's 6'3", plays guard. Um, we have Cameron Johnson. He came from TJC, just up the road yes. in Tyler. Yeah. 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 Could have been watching him last year if I would have known. Uh, pretty sure I did. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you did. Because yeah. I work at Angelina, again, for anybody that doesn't remember that. Um, and so I'm sure he came to Angelina. Yeah. And played. Uh, junior, 6'4", guard. We have uh, David, our sweet little David. Yeah. David Calcaris. Um, Junior from the Mineral Area College, which I forget where that's from, where that's at. Yeah, I do not remember at all where that's from. Yeah. He's um, from Pennsylvania. But he's from Pennsylvania. But yeah, so he's he's from Maybe that. it might be close around there because since his dad was the coach, I bet it's still close to where he was from. 
Oh, let me uh, maybe Google she's gonna that. Google it real fast. Okay, um, and then we also have uh, Charlie Daniels, of course, our boy Charlie from uh, Indian River State College. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. Junior six nine forward, um, and then we have uh, Gavin from Paramibo, Suriname, but he played at Navarro College, and again, I'm sure we probably played him, Angelina Wise. Uh, Mineral Area College is in Park Hills, Missouri. I feel like we mentioned that last time, and I forgot. Oh yeah, Missouri. Yeah. That sounds Missouri. right. Born sounds right. Maybe move. Okay, yeah. At some point. Um, Gavin is six seven forward, and then we have uh, sophomore. Um, Tyler Zivney from Rockwall. He went to Oklahoma Baptist for his first year. Um, he's 6'2 guard. And then lastly, we have Demir Brown. He is a junior 6'6 forward from Kilgore College. So a lot of local yeah. Kilgore, yeah. I mean, a lot of local yeah. junior college transfers. Kilgore, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's awesome. Love it. Okay. And then let me go through the other few guys that I did not mention. Yes. So we have, right. So we have, O. um, he's sophomore from Baton Rouge. Um, we also have John. He is our senior or one of the seniors from Beaumont. He did play for Lamar state college for a little bit, but he has uh, been over here for the past couple seasons. Five eleven guard. Uh, of course we have Kevon, our boy from Ellenwood, Georgia, he is 6'6", guard slash forward. Just depends on what play it is. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have Nate. Nate Bain, our boy from Bahamas, um, senior, 6'6", forward. So there we are. Of course, we got Kyle Keller, head coach. Jeremy Cox, assistant coach. Wade Mason, assistant coach. Mitch Banya, assistant coach. Cody, Chris, and Jay. So there you go. There you go. So there's our guys. Uh, like I said, there's only like the three. I think it was the three guys that we didn't talk about before, which were Landon, Tyler, and Gabe. Gabe yeah. Yeah. Um, those are the only kind of super new ones. Super yeah. new ones that we did not mention for previously. Um, just for, again, reference, reference, reference points. All right. So we're going to take our last break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, the new performance facility a little bit, kind of explain some things about that. And of course, and of course, Duke, our big trip, our big trip to Duke. And then maybe throw in a, our sleeper pick for the season. I'll challenge sure. us. I'll yeah. challenge us. Our sleeper pick for the season. All right. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, and we're back. That was quick. Again, like just snap of a finger, snap of a finger. A little no break. twitch of wiggle like wiggle. I dream of, wait, no, that's no. Yeah. That's wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. We're back. We're, uh, and we're here. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Ponytail shake for uh, the ponytail shake. I dream genie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the flick. It's because we went to a 70s party last night. I'm thinking about all these like 70s shows. 70s and, shows yeah. yeah. And <sighs> I know. You're lucky. We wanted to put some 70s songs on the uh, podcast today. So, but I tried to reel it in a little bit. Yeah. There weren't a lot of 70s songs that. Yeah, really matched our mood of '70s basketball flavor. I don't know. Anyway, so I wanted to challenge us a little bit because again, it's hard to make predictions based off of. I mean, we really haven't seen anything. We literally yet. haven't seen anything. We haven't seen. We've seen an eight-minute scrimmage. That's it. Yeah, and a free throws or not free throws, a dunk contest and a three-point contest. So other than that, we have not seen these guys play. 
The only four that we've seen play are obviously Kevon, O, Nate, and John. That's it. So we know how they play. From what it looked like at the whenever um when O, not O, when John was doing the three point mm-hmm. A looking better. Yes. Looking better with those threes. Now, does that to say that he's gonna be a three point shot in the season? We don't know because yeah, know. That's, that's not game shots. No, it's hard to very predict different. this. It's very hard to predict, you know. And honestly, the first few games of the season, it's going to be hard to kind of predict how things are going to yeah. go because you're going to be rough. It's just it's, it's going to be again the more than half of the team is all new guys. Yeah. So them, that's a lot of new people that are going to be on the starting lineup. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming our four returnees. Yeah. are probably going to have a big part of the starting lineup, yeah, I would totally. assume. At least the three seniors. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and go on a quick tangent slash uh, – First one of the like season. Here we go. Pep – I guess pep talk. Pep talk? Uh, reel in your expectations for the first few games to the fans kind of thing. That is a large um, lizard on that one. It's a big scope. Um, oh, really? You can still see it? There's one on that. Oh, one. yeah, that okay. is a big lizard. The lizard. There, the lizard population at this at this <laughs> new house is extreme. Crazy. Okay, okay, so this this I guess is what I'm trying to say, just to give a little background, you know, eye mm-hmm. into what what we're working with to start off. So to manage manager kind of expectations and be realistic and be encouraging of these guys and you know, let's give them some time to get used to each other and see what happens because as as we've said, we have four, only four guys returning. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to look here at the numbers because I didn't count. Um, Do you still have the roster? I do Um, kind of. Yes. um, Right here. So I can't remember how many. So we have one, two, three, four, five freshmen. And we have one, two, three, four, five, six. So five freshmen and six transfers. Mm -hmm. And then only four returning. So four returning, five freshmen, six transfers. Um, So just to kind of bear in mind, only four guys who have played in this program before uh, the five freshmen haven't ever played in college program at all. Yep. Um, the six transfers have all, I think, all came from junior colleges. Um, mm-hmm. And j- just if you're a basketball fan, and I, I don't mean this any which way, just given the scope, but if you know if you watch a good bit of college basketball, you kind of know this. My dad and I discussed it a bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, junior college basketball is a great stepping stone for guys that want to play at a four-year university, but it is very different. Um, junior college basketball, they really don't run a whole lot of organized plays. Um, on their offense. So that's a big learning curve moving from a JUCO to a four-year college. Um, You're going to have a lot more organized offensive plays that you have to learn. And that is a big step. Um, I mean, I can say just from whenever I played in high school, like it's, it's a lot to memorize those plays and, 
It's also a different thing in the heat of the moment in the game to remember where you're supposed to go. Right. Agreed. But also have the awareness to see when something else might open up that you can. Yeah. There's a lot to alter. remember. So that's a lot. There's um, a lot being thrown at these guys. I feel like colleges yeah. also don't necessarily for the most part stereotype, but stereotype for a reason. A lot of times aren't as intensive on their defenses either. Mm. Um, so I will say, that's something that Keller is really strong on. And so these guys come in and really have to work. And defense is something you really have to work at yeah. doing. I, w- I will say that my little school I work for at Angelina, their junior college, my guys on the basketball staff there, Nick Wade and Zach Kircher, their whole thing is defense too. So they really preach defense. Oh, that's great. Yes. Like their whole thing is organized chaos. Yes. Yes. Which I love. And uh, shout out to them. They always give me shit because I always put SFA basketball ahead of my Angelina College Roadrunner basketball. But you do go to a lot of their games. I do. And I told them, I said, listen. Everyone possible. Your games are literally on the same friggin' night as the dang basketball SFA games. Mm -hmm. So stop scheduling them on Wednesdays and I'll come. Yeah, take up the schedule. That's what I said. And they're like, we can't. I'm like, well, then snooze you lose. But their first game of the year is on Tuesday, the day before ours. So I'll be able to attend that so they can quit giving crap. And they keep asking me when I'm going to do a podcast for their basketball games. And I said, even Jordan could do one. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Be fun. But anyhow, so the the point of the whole uh, spiel spiel there is just bear in mind that these guys are coming from a lot of different backgrounds and different skill and knowledge sets. Especially and being, these transfers. Being pushed to learn a yeah. lot of new things all at once and get used to playing with each other. So cut them a little slack. Be realistic with their expectations at the beginning because yeah. it's going to be some, so learning some early pains. There's going to be a learning curve. Yeah. There has to be a learning curve. So we really need yeah. to be supportive as fans to – really support them and push them and encourage them. I agree. In the first, in the first bit, don't yeah. be negative Nancy's. Right. I agree. Obviously with everything you just said, because you know, unlike we just mentioned a moment ago, like there is a learning curve, especially, especially I think for not just for, it's easier. I think when you're a freshman and you're coming in, cause you are not, you're, you're not kind of setting your ways to another, another coach's um, collegiate coaching style. Yeah. You're, you're learning everything brand new. Um, when you're a transfer, you're you spent a year, two years with another coach learning collegiate, their collegiate yeah, ball their and their whole and playbook and process. And now you're transferring to a completely, most likely, most likely a completely new process under Keller. And and the academics are a little differently correct. situated for a four year school than a two year school. Absolutely, so absolutely. So changes yes, there. There is a learning curve for sure. And so I agree hundred percent with giving them a little bit of time to, to get their things together. But I will say, and this is not necessarily like a, but like we have to, you know, at some point be rough on them. Um, Cause I'm sure that will come for conference. <laughs> but I think from what we saw, and again, this was an eight minute scrimmage and an hour long Jack madness from what we saw camaraderie rise and team cohesiveness wise I think we are and this is a bold statement light years ahead of where they were last year 
Yeah. And I'll, I'll make one quick comment and I'll be sure not to go on another my long spiels because I could talk for days about this topic, but I think their summer trip overseas Agreed. really helped a lot with that. And y'all have heard me, you know, go on and on and on about that before, but I think that traveling is such a great learning experience and them going on that trip together it forces getting out communication and experiencing new things together and mm-hmm. probably being very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and very, you know, different um, aspects of traveling and spending so much togetherness, I think was really good. hundred percent. So. I agree. And we were just talking about that yesterday to yeah. someone at the football game. I forget who maybe, yeah, forget maybe Sean, but I don't remember. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, I agree a hundred percent. It's going to be great for them. So and I, I, I think a lot more people are going to see that and be very supportive of mm-hmm. their overseas mm-hmm. trips. Agreed. So I think they should try and do as many as they can. Yes. And I, I think obviously since we had people give um, donations to make that possible for them this year, I think once people see the benefits team wise and individual wise for the guys, mm-hmm. I think people are going to be even more willing to Absolutely. Help, Agreed. help do what they can to make that happen. Agreed. Agreed. So with that being said, where were we going with that? Um, I, I jumped in. You jumped in. I was like, so, where are we going with yeah. that? Okay. So sleeper picks, sleeper yeah. picks for the season. Obviously we know Kevon. I mean, Jesus God, Kevon. And we're talking about just as a new guys. We're talking out of the new guys here. Yeah. The sleeper pick, you know, you know, like I said, Kevon, Nate, O, we know how they play. They're going to be fine. We're not concerned. Um, we're talking about these new guys, which is, again, over half the team, yeah. um, who may step up, leadership role, really contribute. Yeah. Not saying that none of the other guys won't. This is somebody who's like, who do we think new is going to really uh, step up and make a big impact? Who do we think? Yes, immediately. Yeah. An immediate impact. Yes. Yes. Okay. So who's going to go first? Um, I guess I'll go first. Okay. So just background, I do agree with, with Alex's choice. Also, and I agree with Jacqueline's um, choice. As I was well. a little torn, but I'll, I'll give mine. And again, have, haven't seen enough. I hope they all are. I hope they all contribute and sleeper picks where I can't even say who was the one that I think really impressed. Right. Me and did when we come back but, to this whole discussion at the end of the season and we're sitting there like there is none I because everybody did it. choose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll see. All but, right. Um, I think I'm going to go with, I feel like I'm going to, we're going to all see some impressive stuff from Calvin. Uh, um, Calvin. So good. Lots, lots of great uh, actual factual reasons. I'll give you on. I think he's going to do really well, but um, I'm also a little, little, just a tad partial to his, to his name. Um, my mother's main name is Solomon. So, you know, we're just going to be long lost cousins. I think Calvin and I, I think, you know, I think you are. Um, all right. So Calvin, Freshman comes to us from Forest Klein Forest High School. Um, him and Kyrie played together. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's just a quick little snapshot background of Mr. Solomon. Um, he led Klein Forest on an unforgettable run to the 6A state finals. Um, they won 33 wins that season. They won uh, 33 wins. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm Sorry. still getting it together. Wake uh, up. Drink some more of your tea. I need another chai latte with a shot of espresso. Um, okay, so they entered the 6A state title game on a 25-game winning streak. What? Pretty wild. Um, he averaged. Boris is good. My here was mind. his average um, per game as a senior. 16 points, 11 rebounds, and 3.3 assists. Wow. Um, pretty impressive. Mm. He 
got the title of Houston Chronicle Co-Player of the Year. I don't know who he shared that award with, but anyhow. Mm. Um, in the state title game against Duncanville, he finished with a 14.10 rebound double-double. Cool. Not shabby. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. And I'm just trying to see if uh, guess who was co-player of the year with him? I was wondering if it was Kyrie, Kyrie. McDaniel. Okay, all right, so both on our team. I thought it probably was, but I figured I wanted it would, to check. Figured it would say it, and it, it makes the most sense. Right up, if it was. But That's anyhow. so funny. So there you go. We, so there you are. We got the co-players of the the Houston Chronicle co-players of the year. That's big. Yeah, that's big. That's the Chronicle, so baby. Two years in a row that we got two big ranked freshmen from Houston, Houston area. area. Yeah. So, hey, good stuff. Yeah. Good we'll stuff. See how, we'll see how it works out, shakes out. Hmm. Hmm. All right, Alex, who is yours? Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen. One of my favorites, too. One okay. of, I, right, yes. Right. I mean, we both love this, this, this gentleman. I, yeah, I think he's just going to be such a... Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Okay. So the reason why I'm picking David is because David, I believe, is going to have a huge impact on the team right off the bat. First game of the year. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, David, um, I mean, some of his stats just. Whoa. OK, first of all, um, he played 31 of the 32 games that he took part in when he was with the Cardinals. Um, he averaged 12.9 points per game. 2.4 rebounds, 6.8 assists, and 0.5 block shots, as well as the kicker, 2.2 steals per game. Nice. I mean, come on. He, I mean, killing those stats. He had 10 or more, um, 10 or more points per game on a 26 occasions. He slung in uh, 20 or more points twice during the season. He had 10 or more assists in seven games, and he had, get this, five, at least five double-doubles. Just wow. I mean, with the stats, amazing like, stats. that's stats. Um, that is stats. And personalized on, on David, I'll say, because obviously I met him at the first home football game when mm -hmm. I unabashedly was like, hey, you're one of the new basketball players. My name's Jacqueline. Nice to meet you. Um, but he's so polite. He's super sweet. Um Played for his dad, mm -hmm. so obviously I think I think he's grown up around basketball. He knows mm -hmm. how the system works. Mm -hmm. um, I would warrant that he's very hardworking and probably takes a pretty good leadership role. Yeah. Um, so I really see him stepping up and Absolutely. being a good example. Yeah, um, and that's why I think that. Yeah. Again, he's going to have a really great impact right away. Yeah. I think he. I think he does show those qualities of a leader. And I think he does also, um, he has a killer three point shot. I yeah. Just, I, I great mean, shot. when he was doing the three point, um, the three point shot competition at Jack madness, I mean, he got on a streak there and he was just yeah. going, I mean, in, in swish, 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 swish. So, I mean, if he can translate that to in game, baby, hold me back. Yeah, good. And right from the top of the key where he should be if he's handling the ball. So I think that's correct. Bodes well. I mean, you're a guard. That's your job. Yeah. Do your job. We're excited. Love it, David. Love it, Calvin. Let's hope we are. Yeah, we'll see. Accurate we're, in our yeah. predictions. We I will see. So. We will see. Okay, so 
Let's talk about the performance practice facility just for a quick, quick moment and then spend the rest of our time talking about, of course, our Duke trip. So um, obviously you guys have seen the big old huge hole. Swimming pool. <laughs> the swimming pool, as Ryan puts it. Ryan Ivy says it. For the swimming um, and diving team. Yeah. Um, going in. And if you haven't seen it in person, obviously if you're here for a game sometime this season, you will see it because there's no missing it. Um and of course, if you haven't seen it too, they also have posted a lot of pictures as well. As well, but anyway, so um, some details on this that we've just learned a few days ago. Um, they're kind of hoping for a spring 2021 um, completion time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there is a few setbacks because of the weather and because of you know other yeah, right. insurance and permits yeah. or whatever the heck it was. Um, a few setbacks and things like that, but they're on track right now. They're hopefully again, have everything, everything done, done, um, in spring of 2021. So, um, but there is a few things that, you know, we have noticed, um, specifically for inside the stadium, inside the Coliseum, the tunnel area. Um, they're working on ideas for that because obviously, um, there is a large, kind of contraption covering thing on where they're working on the new tunnel, kind of blocking some seats and blocking the walkway, the walkway. around the concourse. Right. Yeah. And so we kind of, I kind of brought that up to Ryan and, I'm sh- and again, he is so ahead of stuff. He yeah. already, already had already headed the game and knew about it and knew and realized that was probably going to be a small issue, especially for a lot of the older fans and older alumni who sit on that side. Yes, because um, that is the non-student side. Correct. So most of the people over there are at least our age and older. Oh yeah, older. mostly older. Yeah. And so that was one thing I kind of just inquired saw, about. Inquired about and just asked him, you know, if they had a plan for that or what they were expecting um, the fans that sit on that side to do. And like for like young folks like myself and Jacqueline, like we have no problem walking around the concourse to get to our seats. Like that's not an issue. But for people who are like in wheelchairs or a little bit older, you know, people like my parents or, you know, um, some of the older alumni that are on like the board, they all sit over there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, not saying that they wouldn't be willing to walk across the concourse, but it may just be a smidgen inconvenient for them. Um, And of course, a lot of people don't like change in that in that essence. They're excited about the new performance facility in the tunnel, but. The other stuff. How's it affecting me? Correct. Personally? Correct. So they're um, working through. They're working through ideas it. On that, right. So. They're figuring out what they're going to do about that. Um, but we're so excited for this new facility. I mean, it's going to give each team their own practice space. We'll house offices for both men and women's team. Um, we'll have a gym, locker rooms, lounges, nutrition areas. I mean, for and then like a lot of stuff for um, the student um, athletic trainers. And so it's just going to give. It's going to open up a lot of like free, not a lot of free space, but it's going to open up a lot of space yeah. um, and give new space to where dedicated areas to do these things. Correct. Because maybe, before it's yeah. been right now, it's really cramped. I feel yes. like. Yeah. Especially since these things are growing. So they're hopefully the the tunnel part, though, which is the good that Ryan told us this the other night um, that the, he's hoping that the tunnel itself will be done um, or that contraption, that covering for the tunnel will be gone about January as in like 2020 coming up in a few months, January. So hopefully that won't be there the whole season is what we're thinking. Okay. So just to kind of give you guys a little update, we'll give you more updates as we learn more about it. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about the last thing here. The most, the most, how am I going to put this exciting Thing I think Jacqueline and I have 
decided it's to go do. It's going to be the most exciting day of my life. Well, let's just I'm say not going to downplay it. It'll probably no. be. Yeah. I was, just trying, I was saying the most exciting thing that we have yeah. done together oh, yes. as a part me Alex pair. Oh, yes. Um, we've sure. gone on trips before. We've gone on road trips before, but I think this is just gonna be like this is gonna rival. Like, this is gonna a, be top a tournament game. I oh, mean. rival going to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be high up there on our on our lists. Yeah, of greatest basketball moments. So if you aren't aware, which what rock are you, are you li- under? Are you on, living under a rock? I was yeah. literally gonna say the same thing. Um, Jacqueline and I are attending the Duke game. During uh, Thanksgiving break, Thanksgiving week, but don't worry, fam. Uh, we will not be missing Thanksgiving. Yeah. We will home in time. Um, so yeah. we obviously already have our flights. We have our B&B. Our B&B is super cute. Really cute. Super cute. It's within um, walking distance to downtown, but it's a cute little cottage house. Yeah. I mean, adorable. It's like like a yellowish kind of green Cut of color, and it's just a cute little cottage, just the little cutest red little. shutters, little shutters, and a, in a, it looks like shrubbery. a cottage from like the 1700s. Yes, that just has or a, a new paint job. A little English cottage. It yeah, like. it's super cute. Um, it's right there in Durham area. It's just old smack down. Durham. Yeah, and so um, has a picket fence. Um, two miles from Duke. So we're so excited. Yeah. Anyway, so we're right leaving. So yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, Ubering distance and all that fun stuff. Um, we're leaving on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're leaving from the East Texas area, I'm sure sometime Monday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And heading down to Houston. And we're leaving Monday night. So we'll be there from Monday night. All the, Obviously, the game's on Tuesday. Um, and the game is... At, Night in the afternoon, or I think it's at six, maybe. Um, let me check real fast. Moment, eight Eight o'clock. Okay, yeah, eight o'clock game. Um, so they usually play later. Yeah, so we'll have pretty much the whole day almost to kind of explore, have a fun, fun, a fun lunch spot. And guess what? There's a bunch of SFA people going. Like a lot. Vince from Fredonia Brewery's going. Um, some of our friends like Matt. Uh, Lumberjack fans, guy Matt is going. The Tomberlanes are going. Tomberlanes are going. Like, probably there's probably going to be unfortunate enough to have to sit by us. Eh, they'll survive. They'll make survive. it. They'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. Cole, tell your parents we, uh, we apologize, apologize in advance. advance. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Yikes. It anyway, is, it is what it is. It'd be like that sometimes. Well, it'd be, it'd be like that, though. So, um, and then we're going to return on Wednesday morning-ish is when we'll be coming back. So, yes, we will not be missing Thanksgiving. Thank God. Nope. Thank God. Um, but the main the main kind of struggle that we've been having and what well, we had is past tense um, was finding out and finding tickets to this darn yes. game. It had been a debacle. Well, and back back to what I'm sure we said before. We we knew we could always buy them on oh, StubHub if we had they to. They were there on StubHub. They um, were there. You know, it would have gotten us there. But obviously, we'd prefer to buy them in the SFA section. And well, yeah, SFA I, people. And I didn't really particularly want to pay two hundred and fifty yeah, to three hundred dollars. So less money, better seats. Sit with SFA people. Thank God. Um. Anyway, so. Thankfully, Purple Lights Fund, Tyler Boone, they got tickets from Duke. They had approximately 60 some odd tickets to sell, I think. Um, And Tyler was able to figure out a system where um, depending on what your 
giving level was on Purple Lights Fund uh, would be kind of the order in which they released tickets to you. Um, and so, of course, my broke butt being at the bottom <laughs> of the levels um, still contributed, but still being at the bottom, we were we were concerned because we didn't know what the interest was level for the Duke game. So we wanted to make sure we were guaranteed uh, tickets for the game. So we found our our lovely, lovely, lovely man, Carlos, mm. through our friend Sam. Shout out to Sam, who's on the board with us. And uh, he remembered Carlos at one of the events in Longview uh, being a top donor for the Purple Lights Fund. So um, he contacted him. You know, he, he said, sure, no problem. Any Anything to help out a fellow lumberjack. And so we were able to get our tickets, no problem. Um, we're just waiting for them to come in the mail. So, I mean, what turned out to be kind of a pain in the booty is turning into be easy peasy yes. lemon squeezy, you know? So it's just, it's turning out to be a really, really kind of exciting trip. And yeah. I think the stars Jacqueline, aligned. the stars we knew, we aligned. Knew it would come together. It, yeah, it would. It was just, it was getting to that point in, in the year where it was like October and obviously November next month. And so we were getting like, I personally was getting like, not concerned, but just the, the little bit restless, a little bit worried slash anxious, I think is the word for it. I just didn't want us to be, you know, November 20th, no tickets, having to drop like another $500 on basketball tickets. And it's not even the NCAA tournament, which I've done before. Um, ugh. Oh, that made my side hurt. And Jacqueline's. Mm-hmm. Well, that was from my running cramp. Yesterday. Oh, shoot. Sorry. I thought that was a no, jerk reaction yeah. to how much I spent on our NCAA tickets. I don't know what happened there. Well, anyway. But anyway, so uh, the question is, that is on everybody's mind is, will Jacqueline die of happiness? Stay tuned. Don't know. Um, I'm not a crier. I'm pretty sure I'm going to cry during this game, though, at some point. Oh, don't worry. from sheer joy and elation and Guys, um, I will have the camera on her the whole time. It's going to make for some good videos. The content will be electric. We'll see. Electric. Unless you know me or have listened to many of the podcasts where I've droned on about this forever, you just have no idea because I always, always, obviously have grown up as an SFA fan, grown up around SFA athletics and specifically SFA basketball. Um, So, you know, you know me. Um, But I've also always grown up a big fan of college basketball just in general and Mm -hmm. specifically of Duke as well, um, as long as I can remember. So this is just a collision of of all things a unimaginable. Is right. Um, I've been to Duke games before, but not at Duke. Yeah. So uh, I mean, bucket list item to attend a Duke. Let's game just say as soon Cameron, as she hits seeing stadium slash Duke campus limits, being there, she's gonna lose it. Seeing your alma mater play this huge basketball royalty school that you've always yeah. watched. I mean, it's just too, it's too many things. Oh man. A lot of things. So. I know. And there's so much to talk about when it comes to this Duke game. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it more as the season progresses, as it gets closer and closer. So just another thing for another thing for uh, you to listen to. And another reason why you should be listening to us as the only lumberjack basketball podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, so uh, guys, time is up. We are so excited to be back for another season. We are so pumped. We are so ready. Um, 
be checking our uh, social media pages, specifically Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, Twitter's new. Twitter's so new, so make that. sure you follow us. If you haven't followed us yet, make sure you follow us. Make sure you like the Facebook page so that make sure the stuff you will pop up more often and you'll make see sure it. Make sure you follow us on all of our things. Because I know we have some people who will yeah. like the post but maybe don't like the page. Correct. So that stuff's not going to pop Correct. up for you as often. Um, we are going to be starting starting tomorrow, actually. We're doing a countdown of the our top 10 best moments of the 20. 18-2019 season. Yeah. I had to think about it for a yes, second. Me too. Um, so it'll be counting down till tip off till till each day. It'll be fun. So yeah. keep up with that. So keep up with that. It'll be a cool little countdown before the season starts. So we are so excited. We are ready. Hey, remember always to Axe and Jacks with Alex and Jacks. Go Astros. Had to throw that in there. Love you guys. Bye.